Hi everyone, my name is Sarah Goldman. I'm a podcast staff member at The Daily Trojan, and today I'm sitting down with the editor-in-chief and creative director of Hope Magazine. We're going to dive into their publication and the very exciting announcement they made this week. Do you guys want to both introduce yourself, maybe tell us a little bit about your role with Hope Magazine before we jump into the publication itself? Hi everyone, my name is Awa Jama. I am a senior journalism major and digital studies minor. Um, As Sarah said, I serve as the editor-in-chief of Hope Magazine. Hi, I'm Sydney, and I'm a senior also. I'm studying at the Ivy and Young Academy and minoring in comedy, and I am the creative director of Hope Magazine. And funny story, Awa and I have both been a part of Hope Magazine since we were freshmen. Um, Yeah, Awa was director of writing, I was director of visual design, and then, yeah, you could say we've moved up through the ranks. Um, But yeah, we love this magazine. Amazing. That's so cool. Um, So for listeners who haven't heard of Hote Magazine before, um, could you guys maybe provide some insight into what Hote Magazine is and what the publication focuses on? So Hote Magazine kind of brands itself as a fashion, arts, and culture publication. um, And essentially what we do is we really blend visual and written elements to kind of... um, I guess, like, fulfill that uh, motto that we have of being primarily centered around the arts and fashion. Um, So we kind of started off really just honing in on and focusing on um, our visuals and um, our writing. But as we've expanded, we've really grown to um, include not only more multimedia aspects like video, radio, um, things like that, but also event planning, event coverage. Um, So we kind of see ourselves as being just like a holistic multimedia platform for people enthusiastic about the arts and fashion. Um, And yeah, that's kind of what we've grown into for the past, throughout the past, I would say three-ish years. Mm -hmm. Since you guys were both on the magazine since freshmen, could you maybe walk us through a little bit how the magazine was formed? Yes, absolutely. So it was founded by Jason Sarin and Diana Fonte back when they were sophomores. And they had an involvement fair set up on Truesdale. Uh, and then I remember the first time I really heard about Hote was through some of my friends, and we all bombarded the info session. And I just absolutely fell in love with uh, Jason and Diana's passion and how excited they were to bring a new community on USC's campus. And so just I'd never designed a magazine before. Not haven't really touched Adobe InDesign, which was kind of my main role, uh, but I thought, you know, why not apply for this and learn something new? And I've learned so, so, so much. So, I mean, the eboard at the time was literally just creative director, editor-in-chief, director of writing, photography, visual design, and marketing. And today we have director of copy, we have a director of diversity and inclusion, director of multimedia, uh, just so many more positions uh, and opportunities for USC students to share their voices with like throughout the school and then also just the world. I mean, our magazine is circulated in different countries and it's exciting to see how many lives it's touched like during yeah, these three years. But uh, it's exciting to have kind of felt like I've grown along with the magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely grown an incredible amount in just three years, which is it's really amazing. Um, could you tell us a little bit about the creative process of the magazine production or anything about like how the process has changed since the first issue in fall 2019? 
So I would say it's changed quite a bit. Um, so as far as like our production process, um, when we first started our first actual semester of being a magazine was also when Sydney and I joined um, the eboard. Um, our production process kind of was more on like a submission basis. So even though we had, you know, a staff team of writers, photographers, designers, and marketers, we kind of allowed for more freeform submission, um, and we kind of just collected pieces on a rolling basis. One thing that stayed consistent is that each of our issues is guided by a theme. So we'll all, um, at least like in the first semester, we kind of, each of the eboard team leaders kind of developed a theme idea with their groups, and then we all as a club voted on which one we liked the best. Um, so that's kind of been consistent throughout the semesters, but um, as we've kind of grown, we've definitely like streamlined our um, production process a lot. Um, we also mm -hmm. used to, at least for writing, we used to get outside, we would, or we would allow outside submissions, but now we pretty much I would say like the majority of the content in the magazine is produced in-house with the exception of like photographers that we reach out to outside of USC, even outside of LA, who we kind of seek out their work and ask them if they want to include it in our publication. But I would say like really prioritize our in-house work mm -hmm. just because we want to use our platform and our publication, but more specifically like our club to be able to allow creatives to like develop their skills and as you mentioned um, before every semester you said has a distinct theme that you guys all vote on for the issue the way that you like continuously vote on like you did when um, early on is that how you still decide that theme um, we just wanted to talk a little bit about how you put it together with all the different multimedia components that make up the issue so yeah there's always the super exciting uh, e-board meeting that happens before each semester where we talk about the themes and things that we gravitate towards. Um, actually, an interesting moment, which was last year in 2020, was we had a theme going in. We all voted on it. It was going to be called, Who Are You Really? So it was just after future shock. So, you know, being shocked by the future, what's coming next, but who are you really? And how can you find yourself and grow yourself in this like new future that we're paving? So kind of a nod to the past issue, which I think we try to strive for. Definitely keep in mind our brand and the voices that we've been showcasing in the past and then how we evolve that and how they play into future issues. Anyway, so during the summer, we were seeing just, I mean, the world shut down, first of all. Uh, we had the Black Lives Matter movement rising, and we were just saying, we really need to capture this. And so we pivoted our theme entirely. So sometimes it's just knowing what we should showcase and what kind of stories we need to tell as a student publication is kind of, I would say, our responsibility. So we definitely try to adapt our themes to whatever kind of is reflected in our daily lives or the you know the lives of others so I think that's kind of a central thing we keep in our minds but um, yeah so usually we'll have uh, different themes that we pitch to the entire club and then they'll all vote uh, but this this semester actually operated a little differently because uh, Al and I uh, wanted to just do this new theme which we just released this week um, and I think we both just like said we couldn't do anything else um, so uh, that that kind of was different I think We'll probably go back to the old way. Uh, next next issue, our sixth issue, which will be cool. Um, so stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, I guess is this the point of the podcast where we say the theme? Oh, 
yeah, you can definitely <laughs> announce it right now. Yeah, sure. to talk about it and how you maybe put the all the multimedia um, components together for this theme. So our fall twenty twenty one issue is going to be called um, "On the Edge," um, and we just kind of like we're really drawn to just like you know like punk like elements like punk subcultures and like zine like DIY zines from like the 90s um and you know like our issue dream state was like the antithesis of that it was very like ethereal soft um dreamy um and I think we kind of were a little drawn to doing something darker, um, edgier, grittier. We were kind of discussing it, and we both like kind of unanimously decided that On the Edge was like the perfect um, theme to explore um, for this issue. Awesome. That is so amazing. Could you talk about maybe what a little bit about what On the Edge means and why it's relevant to today's climate and what specific voices um, you're choosing to highlight and center in this issue. I think something that we have been really, um, you know, cognizant of and have been trying to carry through in our issues since um, we put out um, our issue called Remember This, which, as Sydney said, was kind of really focused on, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, like Hong Kong protests, um, and just like COVID specifically, how it was impacting like marginalized communities. Um, We really wanted to bring in like an activism aspect to Hope. Um, So that's something that we have really um, been trying to push throughout the issues um, following Remember This. So with this one, we were kind of thinking, well, what kind of, like, cultural um, issues can be tied into, like, something that's being guided by, like, you know, like, punk and, like, um, just, like, elements of that. And so we really wanted to focus on, like, um, activism and um, kind of, like, giving space for marginalized voices. Um, So, like, some of, like, the written pieces um, are talking about punk, but as it pertains to, like, different, like, minority groups um, and just, like, issues around, like, the environment and sustainability um, and things like that. So, yeah, we really wanted to, like, give space to, like, voices that may, like, one may not think of when you think of just, like, this, like, grunge or, like, punk era, um, which is, like, you know, like, predominantly or, like, historically has kind of centered around, like, um, you know, like, white male voices. Um, So, yeah, we kind of wanted to explore that. So, yeah, a lot of our student work will be just focused on, yeah, kind of what always said, but something that kind of unexpected happened during the outreach process of photography is because we kind of wanted to see where punk originated, too. So, we, we got our hands on these really old photos from, like, Susie and the Banshees, Joan Jett, uh, Lydia Lunch, uh, Amy Winehouse, even, like, young pictures of her. Crazy. So we got all these really old photos to accompany these fresh modern perspectives on campus. So we're going to have kind of a clash of different worlds of punk and alternative culture coming into this magazine. So it's going to be cool how they overlap and complement each other. 
I wanted to talk a little bit about the publication, uh, the challenges the publication has faced both in COVID and now transitioning back into the in-person workflow. Could one of you guys just give us a little insight on what it was like putting together an entire issue during the pandemic? Well, it was challenging, to say the least. I mean, a lot of the team functions happened in person, you know, collaboration, team building. So having all of that go online was definitely a hurdle because we wanted to make sure that you know, the best we could try to keep morale up. You know, everyone's going through it <laughs> with a the, with the global pandemic as like the background noise and it was just scary. So I think a lot of us uh, definitely, I don't know, I always, going to Hope meetings, it was kind of a solace in a way, like everyone's there for each other. It's always been a very inclusive community of USC students. So I think that's been great. Um, but yeah, as far as like production goes, it was tricky to, you know, have photo shoots happen or um, go out and do interviews. A lot of the, you know, we did, we definitely utilized Zoom and getting to know uh, like pro, like people that were profiling on Zoom and stuff like that. So that was important. Um, and then for visual design, that was, that was tricky because you don't got to make sure everyone is understanding the softwares and then submitting it in the right way uh, without, you know, helping them and, you know, okay, click that button. You know, it, it was just kind of very, very separated. So and then with marketing, that team, unfortunately, we kind of had to put on hold or completely pivot because we didn't have in-person uh, events. So that's why I think we're going very, uh, very hard this <laughs> semester to kind of make up for lost time and, and really, um, you know, help our marketing team come back to life. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it was definitely tricky to navigate and adjust for all of the new changes. Um, but I think... Hopefully, we're hitting the ground running and mm -hmm. uh, trying to take advantage of being able to be all together again. But it was, yeah, it was a little rocky, for yeah. sure. As directors um, for Hope Magazine, what do you guys hope that it accomplishes at USC? As you both approach graduation, is there a legacy that you hope to leave behind? I remember one time I asked uh, Jason, the past creative director, why didn't you take Hope outside of USC? Like, it's doing great, like, and you love it, clearly, like, you know, w w like, that's another logical step that could have happened, I think, at that time, uh, before, right before he graduated, um, him and Diana were just, like, magic in, like, making this magazine happen, so, uh, but then he's like, well, we made the magazine because we, it made such an impact on campus, and we made it so we could create this community, and so people could have their voices be heard and see it amongst professional art, you know, people, uh, photographers that are partnered with their writing pieces and having a big collaboration of visual design and these incredible marketing of events, all student run. And like all the people who, you know, say I'm a part of HOTE and they're so proud of it. And they really feel like they've been valued by the organization and the publication. So I heard that, I was like, wow. I that's that hits the nail on the head right there. That's yeah, I think what we've been able to do with Hote has been I hope yeah, change people's lives. It's changed my life for sure. Um so yeah, it's I think in general, I just hope it it keeps going and that people make it their own and don't like you know, of course we have like you know, the the visual mm -hmm. flavor that Hote has like that that's been consistent for these past five issues, but you know, yeah, just just to have people just take it into their own hands and see what they do with it and how they run with what like the foundation that we've built, 
is just so inspiring and like hearing all the new ideas that come to the table and yeah it's just so exhilarating to see all these people like just really um making hope their own so i think in general just like to i guess the legacy is just stay creative and stay fearless kind of Awesome. Thank you guys so much for sitting down with me. Is there any last thing you want to just plug to for everyone to be alert and give a heads up for that's coming up? Yes, quite a few things. <laughs> so uh, main thing is our issue releases December 2021. So stay tuned for that. That'll be absolutely free online for your viewing. And it'll be on our website, hoteusc.com. We also have merch right now, so if you want to go buy some On The Edge merch, they're designed by two incredibly talented visual designers on our team. We also have a thrift shop that is going to pop up on campus, and that will have a sale by Made By Mia, who is one of our marketing team members. She makes awesome clothes, and we'll also be selling our merch there. Uh, we're going to have a sticker sale next week with stickers that uh, a visual designer designed um, and so cool high quality you gotta go uh, there's also a partnership with day uh, with the cup of troy which will be great so you get a latte buy a sticker a great way to spend your week um and then we'll also have a concert which is our very first hote concert and we're gonna get uh, usc artists that are gonna perform it's gonna be all on the edge theme so you know go buy your you know fishnets and your chains because and, and bombard the concert because that'll be really fun that'll probably be in early december um, and then we also have a fashion show. So our director of fashion is Izzy Lux. She is a senior uh, and in the Rossi School of Art and Design, and she is fantastic. She's so talented, and she has this huge collection of on-the-edge-themed uh, clothing. So we're going to showcase that. We're going to have live music playing. We're going to have catering and in a super sick venue. Uh, and definitely that's going to be an unforgettable evening. And Ticket sales will be uh, starting very, very soon. All these things will be publicized on our Instagram. So if you follow Hope USC and take a look at that, you'll be able to see all of the different things that we are going to be uh, pushing out this month. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We're looking forward to On the Edge.